and Apex Lab Podcast. Hey there, welcome to the Level Up Engineering Podcast, where we speak to the most experienced technology leaders from around the world. So stay with us to learn actionable management insights to take your engineering team to the next level. This show is powered by Apex Lab, a team of experts in end-to-end digital product development. ApexLab.io Hi, I am Karolina Tot. This is the Level Up Engineering Podcast. And today I have a very special guest, Sergei Kunz. He is a co-founder of One Inch Network. And today we will talk about how to start a DAO. This is a decentralized autonomous organization. I think we will learn a lot about this from Sergei. Welcome to the show. And please tell us a bit about yourself before we start. Yeah, hi everyone. My name is Sergey. It's a pleasure to be here, and I'm happy to to share my experience, my knowledge uh, regarding uh, decentralized uh, autonomous organizations. So I'm a software engineer, uh, software architect for like 18 years. I moved from one startup to another one, built also my my own aggregator already in 2011. And actually, yeah, we started one inch with my co-founder Anton Bukov uh, on a hackathon. So we, we were traveling around the globe and participating on hackathons. And uh, on each of the hackathons, we built something. And one of these hackathons, we have built one inch, uh, solving the huge problem in industrialized finance uh, space, aggregate among multiple liquidity sources to reduce the uh, price impact for exchanging tokens uh, on, on Ethereum blockchain. So regarding the whole story until one inch, it was difficult time sometimes, uh, funny time. Uh, I had jobs in startups where I had, had to work like sometimes two days a piece. So uh, since we started to participate on the hackathons with Anton, we also built on some products also in one inch. And it was like working in the nights on, on, on such, a, such a pet project. And day over, we had normal jobs. And we were not funded one half years, so we were working for free overnight. And we had the luck that uh, we got some support from the community through Gitcoin grants, for example. Uh, we got some money, so we were able to pay other people to participate in, in, in this project. And so we started actually to build a kind of contributor community to, to work on such a project. One of the worst and funny things in my life, which changed a lot, is that I had to leave in a office, uh, sleeping on an airbed with no shower in, in the office for one half years so or one year, estimately. And this actually changed my world and my living. Uh, I recognized that it's not about like working for someone just to pay the bills. I recognized that there's more. And in this time, we started to travel with my co-founder, Anton, around the globe. We were in Singapore. South Africa, India, Japan, New York, Boston. We were in Harvard. We were in Paris, uh, in, in Stuttgart, here where I'm from. We won a hackathon from Daimler, from Mercedes-Benz, for kind of smart mobility. Yeah, and it was not about money. It was, it was about innovating, innovation, and meeting new people, working with new people on something what's uh, change, change something. Yeah, just, just kind you. of my, my background. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. We are here to talk about how to start a DAO, but even though our listeners are usually software engineers and uh, decision makers within software development, 
Please tell us a bit about what is a DAO and what we should think about it. So uh, a DAO, it's a decentralized autonomous organization. And it's from my point of view on the market right now, there's uh, some approaches to implement this, but it's still a kind of experiment thing. Yeah. And sometimes it's difficult to, to come to a, to a solution when thousands of people try to decide on something. There's discussion and it's kind of uh, a long process. From our side, we actually started with uh, instant governance in the DAO. So everyone got one each tokens uh, dropped from the foundation for the, like it's, it was retrospective drop for those people who used the, the services. They got some tokens to participate in the DAO. And the participating in the DAO was just about to vote for specific settings in the protocols. So we tried to eliminate this thing where a lot of people need to discuss a lot and uh, need to, to came to something. It's easier to vote for something, like for example, set the fee for, for the AMM, for the liquidity pools, for a specific value. Then people are like waiting for one specific value, the other for the other, and we take the weighted average. So it was kind of first step for us. And we tried to change this world of Compound, for example, or Uniswap. We have long discussions to came to a specific value. This was like step one for us. And this, the second step was to introduce kind of treasury. It's a multi-sig wallet and it's owned by all, uh, by the whole community, by the DAO, decentralized organization. And this treasury, we collected all the money from the revenue stream, which we have on one inch. So I, I don't get it in my pocket, uh, not, not my co-founder, not the, the, the whole team. Uh, the, the whole organization, the, the decentralized organization, earn on the revenue stream and collects it in, in a multi-sig wallet. So, and and here is a kind of a second step of, of this uh, DAO development for one inch where people can decide what to do with this money and also can propose something. Guys, build something, yeah, and you get the reward of maybe $100,000. And everyone can apply for to implement this. This is kind of idea of kind of open organization. Everyone can join. Every, every Everyone can be a core contributor or also teams can join uh, or be kind of separated and build something additionally for the network. It can be integrated. For example, someone can build a specific protocol based on smart contracts. It can be easily integrated by having for sure long discussion to avoid situation where someone try to to misuse the money in the treasury or maybe misuse the, the protocols itself. That's why we have also a f governance forum where everyone can talk, like it's similar to Uniswap and to, to compound governance, where everyone can come and pro propose something. Of course, if there are different stages and you need a specific amount of tokens to make a proposal. Thank you for the, for talking about the story and uh, what a DAO is. Can you tell us how can one become a member at your organization of One Inch Network? So at our organization, similar to all others existing, famous one like Uniswap and Compound, everyone can participate also without having any, any governance tokens. You can just be active in the forum, you can be active in Discord and Telegram, and you can also get reward for this from the foundation. You can just apply and say, okay, I'm very active right now on forum, I answer a lot, and I do write, like, I give right answers because I'm 
very familiar with the project and also with their with the decentralized finance and decentralized organizations. Um, actually, everyone can help and, and participate. When it comes to decision making, uh, for sure, if you create a proposal, you need a specific amount of tokens. And there are also some kind of limitations. So if you if you want to that your proposal passed the governance, um, then you need also a good amount of uh, tokens for to to vote yeah for this pro- proposal, or you need a good community behind that. Um, actually, there's a couple of projects who concentrate delegates uh, from other users, and they are very professional and they understand uh, very very well all the projects out there, and they vote based on the needs of the community as well. So it's actually it's easy to participate. It's not like in a real real traditional world where where you uh, need to go through a lot of paperwork and everything is easily to to join and 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 participate. Mm-hmm. Much much easier than the traditional way. So we kind of touched on this and how you went to some events with your co-founder and built things. But uh, could you tell us a bit more about what was the idea behind One Inch Network specifically and why you decided to make it a DAO? Actually, we, we were traveling around the globe and we built on each of the hackathons some, something different. Yeah? Right. So we participated in 17 hackathons. And wow. yeah, one of the seven, 70 things just became famous because people start to use it because we solved the problem. And this is kind of very important thing. When you build something which solves a problem, people will use it yeah, because it solves problem. It, it, it helps. And uh, it was case in, uh, for, for us. So we actually built it over two nights. I didn't sleep at all. Uh, it was in New York, May from 17th to 19th uh, in 2019. And uh, it was really hard, actually, not to sleep till two days. At the, at the end, the, the room behind me started to change somehow. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was in a tunnel, you know, like I, I, if you have seen the, the social network, it's, it's like that. I was like in a tunnel. I, I pitched through the hackathon. I went, went through the hackathon and pitched to everyone. And one guy said, like, this, this is going to be the next big thing. And uh, I thought, okay. And couple of days after the hackathon, we recognized people start using it. Uh, they just did swaps because they got better rates than on Uniswap directly, on Kyber directly, and, and other protocols which we are integrated over tonight. We recognized, okay, why not to work on that? Also for free, because it was like pet project. It was funny. We had enough experience. Anton has also like 17 years of uh, professional software engineering experience and architecture. We just started to build it improve it and this was kind of the, the start and more people start to join to what we have created on the hackathon one year later we had already uh, two three people helping us then we were able to raise the first first financial round uh, from um, lead investor Binance Binance Labs mm-hmm. and some other good good investors they give us money so we were able to continue on it to, to build uh, on it one day we came to the point that there are a lot of settings in, in those protocols which we built yeah, for swaps, for uh, MMs, or liquidity protocol. And there are a lot of settings. And I don't want to set the settings because uh, I have not the right expertise. How high should be, should be the fee? What, what is the kind of 
we have some other settings uh, for the protocol you can really fine-tune every pool and and we thought why not to ask the community to do that because there are a lot of experts out there and they would be potentially be interested to to participate in it and also to to improve it yeah uh, yeah we came to the idea to uh, find someone who can kind of help us to set up this kind of structure of decentralized organization and we came to someone who offered us to to that they create a foundation create the token distribute the token among people who already use it so we have we had already good community we had nice twitter account with nice memes so every every time when we release something new future we use memes yeah it was mm-hmm. funny like with this cat if you look on our twitter uh, back in 2019 this we published a cat like with uh, like big cat and people on on the beach running away and the cat with like flashes and like with a small text like this happens when uh, one inch release uh, a, a new feature a new feature and we just awesome. yeah yeah it's it's like like we shared it everywhere on each channel each each, each chat that we had with uh, other people and we had a lot through like traveling around the globe we had a really great network and that's why we had already great community and foundation distributed among them the tokens so they can directly participate and they started to vote on the settings on the protocol so we released it um, together with the the token was released together with uh, with the with the protocol layer and the government layer the instant government layer and uh, yeah just just how we came to to the idea that we need help from outside we need these experts from the community who can participate and help to improve the, the protocols and then Awesome. It sounds like a very straightforward process. Would you care to share why or how it actually turned into a DAO? Was it, in the software engineering sense of the word, an easy kind of turnaround or or was it challenging for you to do? Actually, it was not really challenging. So we came to the to, to the point, so it's, it's development. Right, it's like we iterated. We, we had uh, one protocol, a second protocol, third protocol, and we came to the to the point we cannot manage by ourselves. It's not possible. We need more people participating in this, and uh, that's why, uh, like, we 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 had the need to implement this. So we, uh, from the contract perspective, it was not a huge amount of work. It's still right now in um, in, in progress, kind of to improve it. There are some proposals on forum from users to introduce locking period like in curve for example and and, and some other functionalities actually from, from technical perspective it's not that uh, complicated there are also some other community projects like a snapshot which can be used for kind of um, governance without uh, making uh, blockchain transactions it can be yeah used by just signing transactions from your wallet there is a point in every interview where I uh, start to think, you know, like this is the best thing ever and uh, and it's really a straightforward line to where we are from where we started. Is there any mistakes or learnings that you care to share with our audience? So our learning is to, when, when you release something, just make sure that it's safe. So if you look on the previous two years, a lot of facts happened because people released code without uh, auditing it. 
are making less attention to, to auditing it. So in our case, we try to organize as much audits as possible, as, as many audits as possible. The, the last release, I guess, of the router uh, was uh, of the aggregation protocol was around 10 audits. It's a lot. It's really a lot. It costs a lot. But yeah, we got the money from the investors and we can use it to, to ensure that everything what, what, what is built by the core contributors is uh, fully secured and safe and audited. Yeah, well, because pe- pe- people make, make mistakes. It's, it's normal, yeah. Right. Um, just my, my learning, just when you was delivered, to, to try to make sure that it's, it's safe. So some mistakes were made by trying to work with people who actually are not that committed as you are and Mm -hmm. uh, would like to stay in the project as a core contributor just because it maybe it would be profitable for them. But for us, it's not about the money. It was never. We have built it because we were able to build it and because it solved something, a problem. So, and we had also a situation where people were like, trying to participate as a core contributor, but didn't participate really. We are not committed and we, we spent a lot of time, wasted a lot of energy and shared also some money with them from the investments. But these are people, you know, and people also change when they get a lot of money. This is kind of also my learning. And when you figured out that they weren't as committed as you were, how did you fix the problem? If the people uh, are not kind of committed, would just stay for the money, then it makes no sense to work with them because they are not with, with soul working on the project. Yeah, all our core contributors from the beginning are with kind of with heart and soul working on, on this project because it's changed to the world. So even in a decentralized organization, there is a chance to say goodbye to the contributors if I am right. Yeah, the thing is, if no one would, would like to work with you because they tried and you are like this person abuse all others, you know, then no one works with you. And this is how it works. So mm-hmm. if no one works with you, then You're you can out. work by yourself if you like, but you don't have to commit the, the support of core contributors maybe co-founders and also from the community yeah if you have nowhere support and you and you was only just about the money there then makes makes no sense to to stay maybe in this organization right that that sounds really great actually so we talked about how the community kind of makes sure that uh, everybody who is in it is a valuable member and um is at least well-liked by some of the other members. What other decisions can be influenced by stake owners? How do you communicate? You mentioned Twitter and memes. How does it all come together? So we have our core contributor calls. We have different teams. We have mobile wallet teams. We have the app team. We have microservices backend aggregation informational services team, algorithm team, and, and so on. And we try to communicate between the teams. And also all the teams, they have all also communication ceremonies, I call it. So they are stay in touch and also are aligned. We make also core contributor events once a year. 
so nowadays we are 120 people already so it's gonna be kind of huge <laughs> this time i guess we will go to tel aviv i'm not completely sure nice so still, yeah also working together in the core contributor teams is also reputation makes a lot of sense you know if you if you're very experienced and you work a long time you have good re- reputation and other people also here to, to you because you have good reputation i guess vitalik also was talking about such a thing like to have a token on your wallet and it also shows your reputation yeah in the in this field i, I like this idea maybe we can tokenize mm-hmm. this as well mm-hmm. so uh, i also uh, sometimes call me and uh, ask for for my mind what, what i think about a specific problem or topic or maybe direction i also share my thoughts so and they hear very often as well to me, to Anton, to Kirill, to Michel, are our first first guys with whom we were working. With the community, it's Twitter, Discord, Telegram, forum. Uh, we, we try to talk with them, to with, with the community itself as much as possible. This extra community team as well. I am still not completely sure I get this correctly. So if, for example, uh, I think this team building event is a really great example of how things can be organized so so how how will tel aviv for example get decided is the community is researching i understand and at the end i'm assuming it's not your decision or is it it's voting core contributors voted for tel aviv we had a couple of options so like it was turkey also some, some other countries and uh, mm-hmm. people voted most of them voted for tel aviv I, i'm also fine i'm i'm okay to, to fly in any any country mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. not maybe not in any country but any any accessible countries and, right uh, right 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 if we talk about um, you know the business related things how do you prioritize tasks? How do you decide what to work on next? How is this working out? Or is everybody just kind of doing their own thing and then it comes together gradually? Yeah, this is uh, one of the difficult parts here. So every team should be aligned to, to something. Uh, we have specific calls where we talk about global strategical directions. Yeah. And for example, we have right now one and we are all working together. We, all the teams, they speak, they speak between each other because we, we, we decided to go this specific direction and implement specific product. Yeah. And all the dependencies they try to solve by themselves. Every kind of team, they are team leads. Like if you look on the agile, they are kind of product owners who talk with each other based on the, on the decision made, uh, made uh, for global strategy so yeah and uh, when we are aligned and we are in, in in sync as well because we speak with each other we are able to deliver it sometimes it's difficult sometimes one team is doing something else than the others and they're not talking with each other with, with each other and i i also try to solve it because i speak with everyone i have calls with every team to just think and to understand uh, what are the pain points of them. And I try to, to inform the other team potentially that uh, they need the help of uh, them. And, uh, or I just say, okay, you have to talk with them and then uh, you should, you should fix this because this, this an issue uh, and we, we cannot move forward. Yeah. So uh, I, I try to also to, to kind of help you with aligning 
between the teams so i do a lot of communication right now so actually i forgot already when i was writing code last uh, last, last time right i missed very right. well so yeah so how many teams are there if that's a public information Ooh, ooh. Uh, I, i don't know exactly <laughs> actually it's a lot it's around 10 maybe maybe a little bit more every time new team popping up we have support team we have community team we have mobile two mobile app teams front end team kind of aggregational service team yeah it's a, a lot 10, of teams and so is anybody or is everybody able to start another team at any time or is there something that they need to do to be able to do that So you can come to foundation and ask to, to being integrated as team as well uh, or you as a single single contributor can also ask or you can um, talk with the labs uh, to also to be kind of onboarded as, as our own team with our own product you, you need to be accepted. So, you know, mm-hmm. foundation decides mo- most of the time based on the information from the core contributors and uh, with a good reputation. For sure, it, they, they look that it's uh, profitable for the network and develop the network, improve the network. So if we had the one case where people came with the idea to build a decentralized file storage for DeFi, it's uh, different mm-hmm. to, uh, to this uh, Filecoin and uh, all the other stories. Actually, there's no need for own blockchain, but you, you need just a smart contract and some proofs to prove that the storage is there and uh, you get rewards for this. I, actually, they, they started to build this. Uh, they raised already multiple times as an external team, but they contribute this protocol to 1H network. And as soon as it's production ready, we will also release it under a 1H network brand. This is one, one of the cases we, we had. There are also a couple of other right now project teams who also ask to, to join. Mm-hmm. That's really awesome. We also touched on this a little bit when you talked about how someone needs to be respected in the community. And it kind of sounds like to me that the community is responsible for itself, right? So if there are people who are, for example harmful within the community or just like not not very good to work with then the community itself kind of cleans the the bad behavior out is there any other kind of aspects to this that we should know when we when we think about this is there anything like firing someone in a in the community yeah sure we have we have the vehicle labs right if mm-hmm. if someone is contributing through the labs and get money from the labs and the labs doesn't like to work with them anymore because they abused some like the, the position or maybe is uh, not performing like not not delivering in, in any time then labs can decide to remove this person from the labs but this person can still ask foundation to con- contribute as independent co- contributor but you know like if if there are like some things happen and foundation ask like course other code contributors if it's okay that this guy is gonna work and they get bad feedback then foundation wouldn't uh, hire them or just pay grants for them because they uh, will not help the network 
They will right. not improve the network. You know, they will abuse the network, and this is how it works right now. Yeah. That sounds really, really amazing. It it sounds uh, really good. So we are running towards the end of our time, and I am really interested in uh, whether or not you think you would do it the same way all over again, or if you would change anything in the setup of the organization looking back on the past three years. Yeah, I wouldn't change anything because I don't think so that is this uh, kind of the best way. There's a way and every way is uh, unique. Yeah, and this way we had was also really unique. And I guess there's no one, no team out there who, who also implemented everything like we did or similar. And it was learning for us. If I would have the chance to do it once again, I would maybe choose another way because I did already this way and I would like try to learn from other side, maybe. Right. Do you care to share any of your plans as to what's your next project or, or what's the what's the next project for One Inch Network? So I'm fully committed to One Inch Network. I actually have no pet projects. I would love to have something again. I have some thoughts like some, I was working previously in, in a startup. It was consulting consulting company. And we had the chance on every Friday to work four hours working time and own free time, which you take by yourself, on something with what you like. And we got some budget. So I like this approach. So I, I built an app like Shazam for objects. So you, you, you see nice shoes. And you you take your little app and you show the app the, the shoes and the app says okay this is this shoes from Gucci or something and you can buy it here online. I built it like over two two weeks three weeks I guess. I used the machine learning and burned like five thousand euros for this. But uh, at the end it was funny. I would love to have once again like a pet project, but right now I'm fully committed with one each network. For example, yesterday the whole day was only calls, only calls, discussions. I had to give my uh, also expertise in database engineering, for example. Also, sometimes I have to share some technical knowledge as well with the with the guys. Strategic uh, kind of brainstorming. We do a lot of brainstorming when we uh, like think, okay, this could be nice as, as an additional feature for One Inch Network. A lot of discussions for sure because we have a lot of people that, uh, yeah. For the future, for myself, I would love to do more sport. So I, I started again to do BJJ, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So I had like two years of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, five years. Uh, it was on hold and now I started again to to train. It's really cool. It's like chess for the One Inch Network itself. We have a lot of different um, proposals right now in, in, internal because we, we try to not really share everything, what we develop and innovate to avoid just so that, that someone just copy it and release it before us. So we, right. we, we build it as a, a score contributor team. We propose it on the forum. If it proposes goes through, it, it's going to be deployed. It's similar to ours, actually. So, and uh, yeah, we have new approach for executing orders. Uh, executing swaps um, mm -hmm. highly efficient right now on the blockchain and we are going to release it we have really high efficient execution because we aggregate and execute but uh, on, on multiple sources but we came to something what introduced additional protection layer for, for all the people who are using uh, swaps on on, on, uh, on blockchain thank you we have covered a lot of ground um, i will tell you that to me 
couple things that really stood out. Um, first of all, the community is like one of the most important things. And it usually comes with more traditional companies as well. You know, people are the people who make the world go round. So it 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 is one of the most important things, if not the most important thing in many of the organizations. But in a DAO, it sounds like it's its own security layer. Also, you mentioned that you communicate a lot and you have to be very mindful of not just you as a person, but any contributor as how they are perceived and how useful their work is to each other. And for you, it's it sounds like you need to be extremely mindful of making sure that everybody's on the same page when it comes to working together and making sure that you are aligned and going in the same direction. And then you mentioned the importance of uh, audits. I, I really uh, think this is this is important in any kind of software project, but here for sure. And it sounds to me that even in a decentralized autonomous organization, there needs to be some kind of a leadership approach that kind of creates this open community and, and the good communications to work together well. Is there anything else that you'd like to add or you'd like our listeners to know about you or, or One Inch Network? Yeah, actually, I said, uh, I guess, uh, everything, what, what what's happening here inside and uh, how we see it all. But I wish to everyone to build, innovate, keep, keep, keep building. Uh, if, if you fail, stand up and do it again. It's similar to Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. When you lose, you, you need to try it again, again and again. And after a specific period of time, you will, you will uh, reach your goals. It's similar to us as well. We participate in 17 hackathons. And only one thing, one inch, was the, the what, what uh, yeah, solved one of the common problems and uh, yeah, got traction. Right. Right. Thank you. I think that's a really nice way to, to end our conversation. Thank you for joining us, dearest listeners and watchers. Um, I am Karolina Tuot, and this was the Level Up Engineering podcast. Today, with Sergey Kunz, co-founder of One Inch Network, we learned a lot about how to start a DAO and how to make it work. I hope you learned a lot. Please share your feedback with us online to make this the best and most valuable show for you. I'll see you soon. Thanks for staying with us. This was the Level Up Engineering Podcast by Apex Lab. Check them out at apexlab.io. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel, rate our content, and share your thoughts on this episode. See you next time.